Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Every week Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the times the shows are on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the wheel of shame, which has only the trashes to trash trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying. Hi, Kate. Hi, Polly. We're back again. We're How are back, you? back, back, back again. Um, I'm great. I got a lot to discuss. Can I dive in? Do it. Great. Kate. Oh, how are you? Good. Great. Okay. So, <laughs> Kate, we record. We record twice a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have so much to discuss. First up, breaking news in the past couple of days: mm-hmm. Real Housewives, Girls Ultimate, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, full title. Brandy was sent home. Because of an altercation that she had with Caroline Manzo. I can't wait. We, those editors need to work 24 hours, get them a load of cocaine, set them up in those editing booths and get them working. I want shifts. I want in, out, in, out, round the clock, round the clock. Because not only are we all waiting with bated breath for the return of Alex McCord, we now know that what happened is when this first broke, right? They said that what this, that the Brandy and Carolyn Manzo had got to a physical altercation because Brandy had said something about Dina 
who was Caroline's sister that she no longer speaks to, that was then trashed. What apparently happened, and this sounds so likely, Brandy got wasted, obviously, and she was playing around. You know how she's always kissing everybody and Mm -hmm. was trying to kiss Caroline. And Caroline was like, stop, please stop. And she kept doing it and she kept doing it and she kept doing it until the Caroline was like, I am deeply uncomfortable. Get me, get her away from me. I don't want her to touch me. Brandy, can you imagine how she would have reacted to that? Blown up. Then Brandy, the producers said, because it's like sexual harassment, she's like, no, you need to go home. So they put her on a flight with a raging hangover, I'm sure. And then Caroline was like, I don't want to be here either and flew home. I didn't know Caroline leaves too. She flew home like the day later. They just finished filming. Alex McCord, because of course I've been following her, has been loving it. She was um, posting photos at the airport. They finished filming and she's just flown back to Australia. Um, I did leave a little comment on behalf of us, Kate, underneath her thing. She was in like her first class seat, which she was loving to show off. Um, And she said... um, you know, just flying back, only got one more flight now, 20 hours or something like that was insane. And I just wrote underneath from us, Tender Love and Care podcast. We said, um, hi, Alex. We hope that um, the girls were all really nice to you, but we highly doubt it. Can't wait to see it. So, (laughs) so Alex, Kate, we need it on our screen. They can't be fucking around with this and leaving it months. No, I don't think they, I don't think they will. We deserve it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm going to mention this briefly and I have already said in our Instagram, Kate, that we would really appreciate everyone's privacy during this time. Um, they, <clears throat> sorry, just go. Uh, page six, who is our Holy Grail for all mm-hmm. news, all news. Yep. Um, said uh, that they are scrapping Real Housewives of New York legacy due to salary discussions or some bullshit. Now, legacy, remember, was Lou, was Sonia, was Dorinda, was Jill Zarin, Tins. Um, It's been really hard for us, guys. Sorry, Kate, I'm sorry. It's just, we didn't have anything to hang on to, Kate. The last season of Roni, I don't even want to talk about it. It wasn't a Roni season. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't a Roni season. Then they decide, then they waited. We haven't had any Roni in over a year, nearly a year and a half. And then they said, oh, we're going to split it up to some new people, new people under 40, which isn't allowed in Housewives, mm-hmm. um, influencers, and then a legacy. And we were like, well, at least we can get our Lou and Sonia and Dorinda back together for some fights. Right. And now apparently we're not, we're not even getting that, Kate. So. It's unacceptable. I I'm... Just... <sighs> I'm 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 holding out for a hero. I'm holding out for the hero that is Andy Cohen. I have left him some messages. When oh. I say messages, I mean lots of comments on his Instagram. Okay. Um, and I just said, listen, dude, you didn't follow what I suggested. I suggested the 
following cast. I will repeat it again for when Andy listens to this. We've got Lou, Sonia, nice Dorinda. Dorinda of seasons one and two, her first one and two, her first seasons. Mm-hmm. Tins, Jules, I want to bring back Jules. Yep. Ramona, yes, I already know. Heather, yes, I already know. And that was, uh, and uh, Kristen Tateman. That is the perfect, because we're not going to get Bethany. I didn't add Bethany because we're just not going to get her. No. But that is the perfect cast. I told Andy. I told him. I know. Can you imagine getting all of those people? Perfect. But did he do it? Only only thing better would be if Alex came back up there. But, you know, she's got her whole life. But I, I don't know why they're holding back from just doing that. They know it would do well. They know that everyone would love it. People love those women. Well, people don't. Uh, people hate Ramona, well, but. <laughs> uh, okay, I just have to bring to that her. to everyone's attention. If you want to do a petition, we will. I just, we need, we need our girls back on our screen, Kate. We really need them now more something, than ever. Something has to happen. I know. Um, other, just very quickly, we had had, guys, if you have not already heard it, we had a breaking news episode, a mini episode that we added. You can check it out in our, on our, um, what's it called? Like the list of stream on our stream I guess um and it was breaking news that we had about sister wives and it blew up and it kind of went I don't know if we can say viral I think viral is like a million or half million so it wasn't viral but it got tons of attention on TikTok on Instagram so thank you so so much anyone that's listening to us right now due to that but Kate I looked at the stats because you know I love the stats Mm -hmm. and I found something that it's probably not surprising, but was so intriguing to me. So, guys, when we look at stats of what we can see where, what country, what city you're listening from, and like roughly how many people. For this breaking news episode, our top city that listened to this podcast, and we've had thousands and thousands of downloads of this episode, was Salt Lake City. And uh-huh. I, I mean, I know what I understand is mm. sister wives, but. They were run out. They were ran out of Salt Lake City. And that was the number one city that has listened to that episode. I'm that in, is awesome. In my mind, I'm like, it's all these higher ups in the Mormon church that were listening and watching and figuring out what Mr. Ringlets is up to. But who knows? Um, <laughs> talking That's about, so funny. It is. Talking about stats. The final thing I want to say before we get into the two shows is he... Ki itos, ki itos, that's thank you in Finnish. Because Finland, what anyone that's listening to us right now from Finland, thank you. Oh, well, ki itos, ki itos, ki itos. You, where were we in their rating, Kate? Number one. We were number one. TV reviews in in Finland. I don't know how, I don't know why, but all I can say is Kiitos because you guys are amazing. I don't know how you found us, but you're brilliant and Kiitos. We love you. Thank you. We love you. Kate, any news before we get in? That's all the news I wanted to share right now. I know it was a lot. I I know. I'm processing all of this. I, I think you should just get into it. Go ahead. Go go with our first show, Kate. Alrighty. So our first show that we're discussing that the Wheel of Shame gave us last week is called Mysteries of the Abandoned. This is how Discovery Plus describes it. 
the world's most incredible engineering projects are revisited to uncover why places full of mysteries and untold secrets are now abandoned ruins. Now, <laughs> Polly had a few issues. Now, okay. what we did is, guys, we had decided that we were going to watch, as we put on our Wheel of Shame on our Instagram, Tend to Love and Care podcast, where you can find us on Instagram, we always put on what the Wheel of Shame has chosen. So the two shows, this first one, we had two episodes that we were going to do. Um, season two, episode two, and then season two, episode five. No, season one, Episode two, season one, episode, episode two. Right. right. And herein lies the problem. But problem number one, there are two shows with the same title and then a subtitle on our app, Discovery Plus. So the show that we were supposed to watch was The Mysteries of the Abandoned. I started watching The Mysteries of the Abandoned, colon, Hidden America, which is a completely different show. So I get through season one, episode two, and I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. There was a cult activity. There was a murder mystery. I was like, yeah, this is like perfect. I love this show. Writing all my notes. And then the second episode was a season two. So I go to season two and I'm like, there's no season two. Why is there no season two? Because I'm watching the wrong show. Then I'm like, shit. And I'm looking at my time because obviously we leave everything to the last minute. So Go straight on over to Mysteries of the Abandons. Cue up the, the correct show. Cue up the first show. Da, 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 watching it. Okay, brilliant. Taking my notes. Let's go on to the next one. That's when I realized I've watched the wrong <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Guys, so I, st- I got on the right show, but then I yeah. watched season two, episode two, which was called Curse of the Haunted Prison, when really I should have been watching Curse of... Hell Island. Hell Island. Hell Island. So guys, sound like Nancy Drew titles. <laughs> so then I'm desperately scrapping to kind of watch that, plus the second episode, which was Conspiracy on Devil's Mountain. So listen, I get the gist. I made some notes, but it was not that I was ignoring this. I was very much into the show, but it was the wrong show <laughs> and the wrong episode. I mean, I saw the spinoff and I thought, oh, that one, that one will be, inter- that will be interesting when we get that when one. When we get to it. Oh, uh, it's okay. I mean, I don't have a ton of notes because it's a history lesson. It's kind of boring. It is. I'll tell um, you what I realized with my fleeting in and out of the correct and incorrect shows. Okay. Spoiler alert, all of these abandoned buildings were made for some war activity. That's yep. literally Yep. Yep. Some military exercise. That's what all of them were. Basically. <laughs> Basically. I did t- I'll tell you something though. When I started on admittedly the wrong show, I just wrote there was this one that I watched. It was all about this it was called the abundant life building and it was a sh- it was a building that had no windows in um Tulsa Oklahoma that had was built by a preacher called Oral Roberts who was like one of the mm. first preachers that was televised and it was spookadoo there were no windows he obviously it was all about a money grab and he you know said he could cure blindness and he evangelized on television so it became like he was like one of the first people to do this and ask for donations all the time all that Mm -hmm. 
But it was like we had that. And in the same episode, there was a whole murder mystery of this big house in Staten Island. And it's and it opens up and it's like caretaker of the house, a house that has a dark, tragic history. And I thought, dream, I only want to live in a house that is listed as a dark with a dark tragic history <laughs> that's the only house i want to live in it's so fitting for my entire life <sighs> but no that is exactly what i want and this guy was a caretaker and he said he grew up in staten island around the house and the house had been owned by this construction heir and um the man was originally from germany and he'd come over to america and made his millions in bricks Okay. And his son, he died. His son took over everything, went to work one day, apparently in good spirits, then was found in the house with a gunshot to the head, mm. killed, or was it suicide? They do not think it was. There's so many rumors about it not being suicide and conspiracy theories because the angle of the gun, he wouldn't have been able to hold it. So there's all these rumors. So once again, so the caretaker grew up around this house and he's like a guy probably in his fifties and he he takes you around the house. That's kept like completely the same, the same furniture and everything. And all I want to be is that guy. When I grow up, he is just wandering around this old Victorian house, giving people tours. I mean, I've never, there's not a better job for me, Kate. No, it's not a better job for me. You would absolutely crush that. Oh, that... it wow. was a dream. So that's interesting. It was. So I was dead into this this show until I realized it was the wrong show. But honestly, it opened cult activity, murder mystery, and you know what? It made me want to have sex. And I'm oh, going to explain oh. this to you. Okay, bit out, bit out left field, but I'm going to explain this to you. I imagined watching this. On a cozy Sunday afternoon, maybe a little bit of a sore head from the night before of partying, right? Yeah. And you're with you're with your guy, you're with your partner, you're a little bit hungover, you're having something to eat, and you just watch a cozy murder mystery, a cozy historical cult activity, conspiracy theory laden television show dream. And then I'd want to have sex while watching it. It was just like it was. Perfect. A perfect Sunday afternoon sex on the sofa TV show. Old houses make me horny too. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I have some kinks. And one of them is getting tied sex. up by a ghost. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? So guys, if anyone out there is listening and would like to spend a Sunday afternoon on my sofa watching conspiracy theory, historical shows on Discovery Plus, just uh just email me just email me so that does, that does sound nice it was great all i can say is the wrong show was really good hey if that's wrong i don't want to be right because i was correct and uh it's a big gun um <laughs> yes i did see that a prison oh no that was the wrong one as well conspiracy devil's mountain what was that that sounded pretty good yeah um my a big takeaway for me that I really hmm. liked was that the announcer was this American being like curse of hell oh I loved that and then oh, all of the smart people that they talked to about yep. it were English ding 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 
Very, I'm glad you noticed that because I was also inspired. There were two, my takeaways, not just from the sex, was one, I want to be a caretaker of a house with a dark, tragic history. And the second is, Kate, one day, I have a lot of goals. One of them is to be one of those experts because none of these people are recognizable. None of the, all their all their qualifications are questionable, to say the least. Unsure of if they're actually a doctor or they're like a got that like doctor of theology that you pay like 40 bucks online for. You know, it's all very unclear. Mm-hmm. And they're just dressed in like a t-shirt. But yeah. there was this I I there was, as you say, there's so many English guys, and I just thought. I wrote my, if you bear with me, I did write what would be underneath my talking head. So as you see, you always have them on and it's like, there's that English guy that was called Bob Rice or something. And then underneath it said, just historian. No <laughs> details on anything, right? No, no. So mine is going to be, it's pretty long, but it's going to be Pauline. And they have a lot of slashes as well. So it'll yeah. be Pauline. And then it's journalist slash writer slash Real Housewives historian slash far too opinionated about unsolved crimes love it thank you thank you, you so much so do this i oh. i have no doubt in my mind that if there were like uh if there was a documentary and they needed someone mm. to talk about creepy old houses mm. and you know mm. murders unsolved mysteries cold mm. cases dream, dream, who would dream, be the dream. one to call and your voiceover it's like it's it's a no-brainer Okay, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much. That is any producers listening, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to be a quote unquote historian. <laughs> but you're doctor. right. All of these rat yeah, doctor, all these random people that were giving their opinions. And I love how it's all just a, a ton of rumors. They're always like, it's been said that this was <laughs> so good. And then back to the Americans. Look at the big gun. So conspiracy on Devil's Mountain. So this, Mm -hmm. okay. So this is an American built spy station constructed Mm. on top of World War II debris during the Cold War to spy Mm. on the Soviets. It's a lot of that. Uh It's a big, it's an interesting looking tower. It's it's a big, uh, ugly building. And then it has these four giant uh towers with sort of Mm -hmm. these like big globes at the top and they're covered in this tattered plastic which uh, is left over from when it was active and apparently created some sort of pressurized situation that they needed for the spying oh i love it and the workers there had to actually uh they're in this highly compressed chamber so when they left they had to like to avoid decompression illness like yeah. go through a process to leave work oh. so th- that one was kind of interesting and yeah. uh now it's uh they the, the historians the doctors described sure. it as a hangout for counterculture intellectuals and graffiti artists ah. and angry energy uh so it looks cool i mean there is a ton of cool graffiti art all over it and they just showed these like cutaway shots of like a guy playing a guitar and like you mean crack addicts it's full of crack addicts is that what you're trying to say yeah yeah yeah. basically it was that was interesting ish um 
There's a lighthouse in Denmark on a big cliff. I mean, I don't know. We ju- but, you know, it's you're right that it was all what I did see. It was all just like this was used in World War Two. This is was against this was during the Cold War. This was, it was just the same thing. But yeah. I can tell you, I loved every second of it. Of what I watched, I love every second of it. It was history. It was rumors, <laughs> unsubstantiated um, claims. I love that. Uh-huh. There's a lot of it to go through too. I mean, if mm. you just need something on, yeah, while you're, it's a background show. It it's is a background show. I loved it. I, I, I mean, pounds of learning, Kate. Uh, okay, so for any new listeners, we rate each show on a scale of zero to six hundred pounds of learning that's based Mm. on my 600 pound life one of the network's most popular shows uh pounds of learning so i will i gave this uh 200 pounds because you can learn a lot but it was Mm. also like pretty boring i will say 450 because i soaked it all up not gonna lie this is my type of show it's it's for sex it's so it's for sunday sofa sex the three s's Sunday sofa sex yep. and a little sleepy time. You know, mm. if you've had a long day and you just want all cozy, sleepy, put that on, you'll drift off, you'll be learning something and you'll wake up and they'll still be talking about the same thing. I loved it. Yep. I loved it. Okay, great. So I'll give 450. That was very brief, guys. I'm sorry about that, but um, I think we did it justice. We did, and we can't really sit here and go through the whole thing, or it's just going to be a big history lesson. I don't know that you want that right now. I I, I don't know. It it was it was interesting, and check it out, check it out. Check There's it like, out. how many seasons? Like oh my god, ten seasons. So many. Did you ever have any of like an abandoned house near you growing up, or any abandoned structure? There would be old abandoned farmhouses in oh. Iowa so sometimes oh. we would venture into them and you know the wooden floor is broken and it's yeah we would sometimes do that kind of thing. there was also a oh I lived in this tiny 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 town at one point when I was growing up mm. and there was an abandoned jail and all right all like, right like old jail what? bars yeah so we would go mess around in there too yeah are you serious mm-hmm. it was just open yep it was just Shit. abandoned and open and we would go in there and, and play hey that is yeah. dream yeah. i had i had a you know i think about it now and i was brought up in county of oxfordshire which is about it's about 40 to 50 miles west of london for reference and it's a lot of countryside, okay, mm-hmm. and um, you know it's a, a, a affluent area, and that you never really saw any like abandoned houses. And on one of the mm. main roads where I was, there was you know regular house, regular house, regular. Then there was this house that was abandoned. Mm. I used to call it the witch's house growing up, and I wish if I went back now, I know that from my childhood maybe five to I remember the last time was there was like 13 14 it it stood abandoned now this is an extremely expensive plot of land and it was this dilapidated Victorian house and I I and I used to get my dad because my dad was a journalist so I was just like we were always into stuff always going around graveyards always investigating stuff 
So I said, I want, it's like my birthday. And I was like, can you just take me to the apartment? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Some kids you want know. to go to the ice cream parlor. Some kids want to go to the toy store. I I used, to, I used to force my dad to take me to graveyards. He loved it too, but that's why yeah. I always wanted to go. Um, anyway, so I think it was like my birthday or something. And I was like, I really want to go to the abandoned house. And he's like, um, I realize now looking back, he was worried because it was probably full of like home. If there was home, I didn't know there was homeless around there, but there was probably something really dodgy going on. But we went in there. And my dad was like, we went through like a gate. It was, it was, I'm telling you, it was like a four-story Victorian house that was dilapidated. It was, and I sit here as an adult. And I remember we just looked around. We didn't go, like we went around all the whole property and there was a load of stuff on the ground, but it wasn't like rubbish, like garbage. It was like notebooks. And Mm. I don't know what happened, but I look back now as an adult and I go, that real estate was millions. Yeah. Why was someone sat on that? What I mean, I'm telling you, it was over a decade that sat like that. I have no idea what happened there. This was not in an area where it was just there were places left abandoned. It was a complete anomaly in this street. I have no idea what it was, but I wish I could find out. Um, Do you think it was it crazy. Could... It was very spooky. Very spooky. It is so spooky. Do you think it could be uh, maybe family members fighting over the estate? That is very likely. It could have been that. It could have been that the last person in there had um, passed away or gone into a home. And when they go into a home, they may have just been in there for like 10 years. And unfortunately, you know, then stuff doesn't get sold I don't know, but that house stood there and I just can see it now. And it was, oh God, you know, it's going to be in my dream tonight. Oh shit. I should have spoken Mm. about this. Um, But it wasn't, I didn't get a sense of, I wasn't fearful, but I was ever curious, ever, Mm. ever curious. I wonder, is it still Well, if it is, then there's a serious problem. I mean, I I will report back because that's about 20 something years ago. So I will, I'll report back, but there's stuff going on, dude. I don't know what it was, but it lives in my memory. It really does. Really cool. So we have another show. Yep. I know. Um, Now, guys, as you remember last week, when we spun the wheel of shame, Kate had gone through and added a ton of new shows from Discovery Plus because, listen, we weren't doing it because we're getting bored of TLC, but TLC shows are dwindling on the Wheel of Shame. We had to plump it up. So Kate went to Discovery Plus, picked a ton of them, and one of them was The Mysteries of the Abandoned. But the next one we got was a full-on TLC show. Oh, yeah. My feet are killing me. Patients of Dr. Brad Schaefer, Dr. Ebony Vincent, and Dr. Sarah Haller undergo surgery to have their feet radically transformed and their lives changed forever. So it's people with issues with their feet. And there's about 15 seasons of this. Kate, how do we get a reality show? Because the type of shit that is on TLC and we don't have a show, I don't understand. This show has four spinoffs, by the way. Sorry? This show has four spinoffs. So what are they, what are they, what are they, what are they spinning off? Are there appendages? What, what is it? My hands are killing me? 
it's all it's all like here let me pull it this is unacceptable behavior this is what i mean tlc just pay me a buttload of money a bucket load of money i should say a bucket load of money and i will transform your programming to just highlight what we want to see which is like 90 day messiness which is great weird one-off docus about the, like this it, there's uh my feet are killing me first steps my f- my feet are killing me under the mistletoes no no Holiday no, no, no sorry so, no no please i was just about to say was it my feet are killing me a christmas special my mistletoe under the mistletoes hate what is yeah what hate. is this one even about hate. first steps it's it, it, it i it's a joke I don't even know what to say, dude. I really... And listen, we have done a lot of these body shows, weird skin stuff, boils, weird skin, weird bits hanging off people. We've done it all. We've done 80-pound groin, man with the 80-pound groin. If you want to listen to that, go back in the archives. But listen, we've done a lot of body stuff. All of them, barring none, really had a little bit of light and breeze to them. This one was so dramatic and so intense and so dark. The soundtrack I wrote was not dissimilar to like an ID true crime show. It was like, (laughs) like I was waiting for like a voiceover to be like, and the killer was her husband. Like it was something, it was just so intense this show am i wrong it was so intense it was so graphic with the surgery i i nearly vomited a couple times Mm. it's they're showing you bone tendon everything Mm. i don't know who enjoys watching this me i genuinely actually i do love watching surgeries you like watching surgeries i like watching surgeries it's because as you know I am basically a lawyer, basically a surgeon, don't have the qualifications for it, but, you know, manifest it, as someone very recently said. Um, but I do consider myself having the ability to perform surgery on anyone at any time. Okay. And so I really do enjoy watching surgeries. Yeah. They pull, they're pulling off dead, crusty, yellow, brown nails. Ugh. So, okay, so we watched season one, episodes six, seven, and eight. Um, so I have just like a few notes from each episode, standouts. Um, yeah, yeah. I, the the most shocking, if you think what Kate has said already is kind of shocking, the most shocking thing is whoever, whatever fuckwit, decided to write the titles of these shows. Season one, episode six, E.T. Fingers. Episode <laughs> seven, Alligator Feet. <laughs> episode eight, Fixing Frankenstein. I'm sorry. I thought, I'm sorry. I thought this was a show to help people get over their insecurities of their little feet issues. Apparently not, Kate. Rude. Just so rude. rude. So okay, episode six, ET fingers. Uh-huh. We have a giant knobby toe on Brian. He has a disfigured giant toe. He had to get the index toe next to it removed when he was younger. It's been like this his whole life. His other toes don't even touch the ground because it's so big and so calloused on the bottom. 
it's huge. I mean, it was what they also did as well as the drama, as the music, the background music is like, do, 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 do. it's all like serious. It's all like this. Yeah. Then they go, they have him and he's like, yeah, um, a list of the names. And you know, one of those producers was like, oh, tell us all the list of names. Really bad people. Got, yeah. Um, well, list the names. And he starts listing all of these horrendous names that people have called him. And he's like, uh, yeah, I, I guess some of them were kind of funny. He's like full on depressed. And TLC's like, keep digging, keep digging. And there's him. They, they feature like quite a few people on each oh. episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just remembered the nickname. It was this little piggy went to Chernobyl. Yeah, which was really funny. And he said it was funny so we can laugh at it. Yeah. But I mean, TLC's producers forced him to relive mm-hmm. trauma. Like they love making people relive trauma. Yeah. Um. And Dr. Schaefer. Hello, Ooh. Dr. Schaefer. Dr. Proctor can fuck off because there's a new hot doctor in town and it's Dr. Schaefer. Oh, yeah, Dr. Brad. And Brad, and he knows it. Oh, does he know it? That camera's on him, and he is ready, Kate. He is ready for his spinoffs. He's ready for his own show. He's ready to go on other shows. Dr. Schaefer has got it. He's cool. He's talking to the little boy who comes in, and he's like, all right, let's clip your nail, little homie. He's like, Love. dude, bro, like stop. Just yeah. stop. Because he's one of the guys. He can yeah. relate to anyone. Yeah. I yeah. deeply attracted to him. But okay. it was just so much drama. And they did this anticipation thing as well. So you have the person like talking, yeah, you know, my foot's completely messed up. And then it's like a slow reveal of them pulling off the sock. I mean, we couldn't make this shit up. It's terrible. It's like burlesque. It's, it's like a burlesque dancer peeling off. Da, 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 and then you just see a big club foot, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and sometimes the doctors would even be really alarmed. They'd be Listen, like, "Whoa!" I wrote down. Obviously, I, I need to. I need a doctor to 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 write to. Who are we kidding? Like doctors listen to our fucking podcast. I need somebody with any. <laughs> anyone with any medical background to explain to me how many of the seven to 10 years of medical training that you go through, how many years are you studying and learning how not to just react and go off for fuck's sake when you see this stuff? Because there's got to be years of training because some of the stuff that were coming out of these socks, I've never, I, I couldn't believe. It could not. It was gnarly, these feet. So that's Brian. Um, he gets he gets his toes cut off. Yep. And that's the best thing that they suggested for him because it just was gonna keep getting calloused and keep yeah. getting infected. And so uh when they amputate toes, uh something I learned. Is they have these uh, sort of like inserts that you just put in all your shoes and it kind of like fills the space and it's like making it comfortable. And so he's better off now. Um, We have the little boy who just like gets a a dead nail clipped off, whatever. Um, Dr. Ebony, we meet gorgeous. You have to be gorgeous to to be a foot doctor. 
You have yeah. to be. Yep. Um, we have Vaco. Vaco? With the I, spindly ET finger index I, toes. Yeah, and he I mean he was so dramatic as well. Listen, I'm Kate. Uh, it goes without saying, we have perfect feet, you and I. Um, but it did make me appreciate my feet a lot after watching this because mm-hmm. it's I didn't some people, and I'm not talking about just people that have actual issues like this but a lot of people are very very self-conscious of their feet which i've never really thought about trust mm-hmm. me i am self-conscious about a lot but never really thought about my feet and i think it's because of my mum's complete fantasy land growing up she told me, i'm five foot ten so in theory i should have monster clown feet like i should have very large feet for being five foot ten yeah and i only have size eight feet so I have quite mm-hmm. petite feet, petite feet for um my height. And my mum used to tell me, this is the type of bullshit I was brought up on. My mum would tell me, well, you know what small feet means? And I was like, what? She goes, good breeding. <laughs> <laughs> so I was brought up in a household where I was told stuff like that when there were... um thunderstorms you had to cover all the mirrors because you'd see the face of the devil um look my mum didn't mm-hmm. actually make us do that but her grandfather used to do that so she would tell us about that mm-hmm. um i used to go to abandoned houses on my birthday i mean i there was a lot there was a lot going on with me in my childhood um but that that's what that's why you have therapy kate it's why you have therapy it, it made you the amazing interesting person you are so i love it a good word yeah who else did we say? oh alligator feet alligator feet oh so this was this the dancer yep yep uh she's worked with j-lo janet justin timberlake she named those names a few times (laughs) a few times (laughs) by the way did you notice the first once again i have to notice this stuff in the background we see her listing all the fab celebs and that she worked with and she's getting out of her van or truck or whatever it was she's a she's a sticker on the back window did you have to see what the sticker said no of course i had to see this she gets out and she's you know it's a voiceover and she's closing the door and getting her bag and she goes and now i work as a massage therapist she's turning around and i paused it because the sticker on her back window said quote you just got passed by a girl lipstick mark Oh no. Just gonna leave that there. Carry on. I think she also wore a lot of uh fedoras. So she mm-hmm. has a really bad and I've seen this. Um I remember one of my ballet instructors had this uh really bad hammer toe mm. and bunions. Uh awful. It was really bad. I mean, it was like uh, just jutting out the side of her um big toes. So that's that i mean she gets surgery and and that's that that's that <laughs> i mean i mean guys look we're, we're really grasping here um we had jewel she had a club foot um but that was that jewel she had a thing where she was in the womb i had never heard of this and as a doctor i'm surprised i didn't hear of this right. but no it's something to do with um the umbilical cord or, or, or it gets can get caught and cut off circulation so while she was yeah. still in utero she lost um some toes it, oh, it was very sad it was very sad yeah. but she was very cool mm-hmm. um and she was on there and she got that stuff fixed then there was a guy that had feet that looked like alligators apparently um 
We go to episode eight that's very kindly called Fixing Frankenstein. I mean, give us a break. And Kate, why did you give me that look when no. when, I, when we said episode eight? Why did you give me a look? Was there something you want to reference? Well, I just know that you mm. love an eccentric older woman. Mm. Susan. We got Susan this episode. Um, Susan from New Jersey. She's was... from New Jersey. She can't look at her feet. Oh, my God. It's, it's all so much. It's all so much. That That is one thing. And the other thing is that there's a rather strapping drummer. Ding, 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 I... ding, ding had a sneaking suspicion you might feel attracted to now look have i in the past had a proclivity to engage in activities with male members of bands usually playing drums yes i have i have sworn off that for the future okay um as well as actors done but But there's a little bit of a caveat to that. Okay. I will date an actor if, 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 if acting isn't number one, he's doing like producing or directing or writing and actually producing that material, actually doing stuff with that. Mm-hmm. And maybe does a little bit of acting here and there, but predominantly he's doing producing and he's directing and he's writing in something and it's actually coming to fruition. That's the only way I date another actor. That's it. Okay. Um, that's fair. So Zan came on our screen and there's a lot to work with with Zan. He's a drummer, very tall. Like he seemed very, very just big, which I like. Not like muscly big, but like tall. The problem is there's a lot that we had to work on. One, he had tidy hair. Now we know I don't like tidy hair in men. I want a little bit of dishevel. I just want a little bit mess. Okay. We could work on that though. The clothes and the jewellery, he was wearing a button. There was a lot of early 2000s influence, and uh, it upset me. But we could work on that. His nose, you know I love a big nose. And he had a big nose. That was fantastic. I'm so happy with all of that. So uh, in conclusion, if we're talking about my sexual attraction to Zan, um, if we fix the hair, fix the clothes, fix the jewellery, and maybe his personality, apart from all of that, yeah, I found him attractive because there was one thing where he said he was about to go into surgery and he goes, his brother, Keith, which sounded to me like someone with a lisp saying Keith, I don't know, um, said to him, are you nervous? And his response, his response was, yeah, I'll be asleep though. So, uh, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> super chill. He's got to be in his thirties by now, too, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how old is how old is all of this stuff? I don't know, but he was. There was a. Uh, we could do a little more spring in a step. No pun intended. There was a obviously a little bit, but anyway. Yeah. Uh and then there was Susan from New Susan. Jersey. He said she had feet like Frankenstein, and that was about it. Yeah, and I I liked how uh, hot doctor called it skew foot, mm. and I I thought that sounded maybe like he's snowboarding and he's like he's, he's like oh you got skew foot and i'm like that's just so cool did, i was like did he's you just, just make so that cool. up oh, yeah it's so, so cool <laughs> so mm-hmm. she i mean that foot though it was like Something the else. top half of it was 
well skewed and it was but it was like a 90 degree angle turned I don't even know how they fixed it because I fast forward through that nasty surgery I'm sorry it was so gross seeing all that exposed muscles and oof, oof. Uh, yeah that was that was a lot They're like sticking pins into toes yeah, and that was, was great <laughs> <laughs> what Ooh. would you give this for pounds of learning Katie Kate I'll give it 30 oh I give it 450 I didn't like it I didn't like it no I didn't <laughs> like it but I learned a lot about podiatry so 450 okay yeah um that was very brief for these two shows. I mean, and quite different. I like when we differ on our opinions with the shows because mm-hmm. I would go back absolutely and watch Mysteries of the Abandoned. Absolutely. I would watch that like in background all day. Sleepy Sunday. I I thought that you would really mm-hmm. like it. Um I think certain episodes more than others, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm interested in the spinoff that you watched. I think it was good. That, was that good. sounds that sounds really a lot juicier than what I saw, but it was good. Um, so guys, we've done both of the shows. Mm-hmm. We now need two new shows for next week, which means we're going to wander on over to the Wheel of Shame. <laughs> one day we will get somebody to write a jingle for us for that (laughs) but we are at the wheel of shame guys and it is stuffed full of new shows we have stuff like escaping polygamy to evil in law (laughs) want that generation porn dates from hell which is going to be really good one of my new favorite always alaska women looking for love but another one is prison wives <gasps> dude that is going to be so good milf manor oh i have already i you know what i've already watched it season episode three just came out i'm sorry it is un you need to get your eyeballs on milf manor dude don't wait for the wheel of shame. It is so bananas. I can't even explain it. I, I've been meaning to. I'll find a spare moment at some point. Oh, we always can find a spare moment, apparently. Like, apparently, <laughs> we can always find a, can't find a spare moment to do things that may challenge us or Exercise. broaden our minds no. and work out. <laughs> no, but new shows on TLC we'll watch. All right, Kate, you ready to spin? Let's spin it. Three, two, one, spin. I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. It was something good. I want a Discovery Plus show, Discovery Plus show, Discovery Plus show. Oh! Boom, 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 boom. All right! Cults and extreme belief. <gasps> Ooh. Thank you, we are the shame. Cults and extreme belief. Do you understand? This is like Pauline and Pauline's best show. Kate, what I can see this your looks good. Each episode's yes. a different cult. Oh my god. Okay. Yes. How now? How many episodes do we have to pick and choose? Is there like a lot of seasons? Uh, it looks to me like there's just the one season. Okay. And let's see. There's nine episodes. Okay. Oh, we'll we'll pick the ones we think are going to be most interesting, and we'll obviously, as always, we put we list them on our Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. So Cults and Extreme Beliefs is our first show for next week. That's brilliant. Wheel of That's Shame, great. outstanding. 
It's outstanding. Oh, there's also um, Deadliest Mums and Dads. Finding Big- Bigfoot. I'm not going to lie. I'm so <laughs> excited for Finding Bigfoot. There's going to be some good characters on that one. Shaky cams, reenactments. All right, guys, let's Amazing. see what's next. Three, two, one. Spitting. Close my eyes. Not looking at all. Come on, give us some gag. Good vibe. Good vibration. Good vibration. Manifest it. Manifest it. Manifest it. Manifest it. It is. Uh, okay. Building off the grid. So, Kate, if you want to check, that's definitely up there. Building off the grid. I think this is this is one of the newer ones. I think this is a Discovery Plus. There's twelve seasons. Oh. <laughs> So, guys, we'll obviously be watching every single episode of 12 Season. No, um, we will be picking maybe one episode. Building off the grid. I hope it's Looney Tunes in the middle of a mountain somewhere. That's yeah, what I'm hoping. It's all over. There's uh, there's seven episodes per season, so it's not. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll find we'll find some good ones. That'll, that'll be kind of. Oh, like, I think it'll be good. We got some goodies this week. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. I think that's to make up for the um, sadness that we have felt and guys i don't want to bring it down because we've just got two great two great shows but i just opened up page six holy grail page six exclusive bravo's classic real housewives of new york city is dead (gasps) kate i'm opening up the article no hang on hang on the Real Housewives of New York City, as we know, is dead, Page Six has learned. On Sunday, we reported the contract negotiations for the version of the show that featured a beloved cast, including Luan de- Countess, Luan de Lesseps, Ramona Singer, Sonia Waddy, had stalled. Now we're told that the talks have officially collapsed, that Bravo has rescinded its offers to the talent, and that it currently has no plans for the show, which it rebranded as the Legacy Edition last year for to air. I mean, pay them. Pay them what they want. Pay them whatever they want. This makes... And then it says, meanwhile, the network is forging ahead with a completely revamped Real Housewives of New York City, which will star a brand new ethnically diverse set of women, including basically a list of people that are already famous. That's not what we want. What they're doing is they don't understand their demographic. They're trying to go young. And yeah. they that's not... 18-year-olds aren't watching Real Housewives of New York. New York. They're just not. No. It's no. old bitches like us that are watching Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is not 21-year-olds aren't watching this. No. Like, they're just not. They're so, watching... What are they? What, selling Sunset? I don't know. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like, they're not gonna be ever tuning into this it doesn't matter how many influence of bullshit people all these people on it are already rich and already well known except so they have reputations that they're going to try to protect instead of stomping on tables like sonia morgan well she did have her well look they all had somewhat of reputations but they were all i'm i'm heartbroken dude this was just published it sucks it sucks because they're not going to let anyone else do it either right 
No, there's the, we would do nothing like this again. You'll never have a cast like Ramona, Sonia, Luan, Dorinda. You'll never have a cast like that again. And they are trying to rebrand it and they are so, listen, the backlash that they're going to get. Someone, someone has to understand what they're doing. Someone just, at that network. I can't believe that they would not have those women on t- TV again and film them again. I, Are they I just going to bring them in for like ultimate girls trips? Like, where do we go from here? Where do we they, go? You don't toss Lu- Countess Luanne de Lesseps aside. Hello. Old. What about so- Sonia Morgan? Sonia Morgan lost Century 21. She's barely got the townhouse. She's back in the townhouse. That's how bad it is for Sonia. We can't leave her. Well, she does have that show with Luanne, which, by the way, we've never heard of again. Wait, yeah, I was just going to ask you what happened to the little. We never heard. We never heard of did. it again. Hey, that, that I'm... better pop up because that'll at least sustain us with those two a little. I don't want to leave this party on a bad note, so I'm going to close this this tab that I have of page six. And guys, I was sorry to bring you that news, but it was breaking news, and I wanted to get it out to you. Um, we have our two shows for next week, Kate. We're going to talk about cults and people that live like they're building a cult. So it's all, it's all (laughs) wonderful. It's all great. (laughs) Guys, before we go, please, 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 please do not forget to go and follow us on Instagram at Tender Loving Care Podcast. Also, Kate, can you please tell our darling, beautiful listeners all about Patreon? Yes. Okay. So Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Tender Loving Care Pod. And you will find a lot of great content there that you can uh, go back and listen to. Uh, We are currently covering Love Without Borders. And we have decided that we are going to cover Real Housewives of New Jersey once that premieres. So these are going to be really fun recaps, you guys. We are obsessed with Real Housewives. We Mm. love talking about it. We're going to have a lot of fun. $5 a month five bucks and you can have an an extra episode a week three episodes of content from us a week five bucks insane kookadook it's all kookadook so guys thank you so so much again um and especially thank especially kiitos to um all our finnish friends um you're all amazing and you you make us so so happy that we see you all uh you know listening downloading talking about it following us on instagram you are all dreams come true so thank you so much for listening have a fabulous week remember you can always email us as well if you have any feedback email us tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com just go ahead email us we'll be writing you back because we have nothing else to do apart from watch reality tv and try and get in touch with people that watch listen to our podcast so yes <laughs> please get in touch with us um kate any last words thank you for listening share with a friend rate five stars and we will see you next week next week bye-bye bye Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. 
Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com slash covered.